All right, it's love, peace, peace, everybody. You're now watching or tuned in to the More Than America podcast. This is your first time here. This podcast is uh, aimed at covering all issues pertinent to the Moorish American paradigm. So um, here, what I want to do first is just rise, giving the highest praise to the Most High, Father God, Allah. We also extend honors to our divine prophet, Noble Guru Ali, and we extend honors to everything Moorish. I want to say good afternoon, everybody. Listening to the true and living light bringing more than America. As always, I'm your brother, Boyd Douglas Elson, known as Sharif Ali. Here, we're uncovering and bringing glorious light to all issues pertinent to the Moorish American paradigm. That's what we do here on Moors in America. So, hopefully, everybody's having a great afternoon. If you wouldn't mind, please hit that share button. Share this broadcast on your favorite social media platform Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything, everywhere you can share. And, um, Today we're going to talk about Islam, something that scares a lot of people, a lot of more people, you know, we don't have to be spiritual, I'm not religious, but so many people see that think they're smart, but you can just do anything, we can, we can just do whatever we want, right, and hey, you can do whatever you want, your way you want and your way you will have, but we're going to speak on why Islam is important, so you don't want to miss this. Relax, grab your popcorn, share this. In other words, grab a friend. And we're not going to miss words or play around. Let's go ahead and get it. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. Hey, five on the right, two on the left, man. You know what time it is. Yo. We just moors in America, soared through the shores and endured criminal acts of war on our character. Seven years after the fourth score, no reward. Shout out to the most courageous, they was jumping over barriers. Where does that compare to you? We come from a place where you scared to visit our area. We come from a place where it's scary for good Samaritans. Heavy luggage we carrying, babies having babies. It's crazy being American. Praise the one and only Allah, there's no comparison. La ilaha. Allah, body and very gin Laughing at you clowns like ha-ha Dodging a Nephilim Conquer lower self with a high Follow your regimen Way before they came we were gods And now we specimen Tried to take the light from our eyes Thank God for Edison Then they put the wool on our eyes It's so embarrassing Now we travel frequently We should invest in Sheraton All of us got gold on our bodies Whenever we stepping in Screaming Ramadan Mubarak Training the flesh again Wishing we could move as a unit just like the Mexicans, dodging all the foods with estrogen, synthetic medicines, all sin is devilish. Sometimes the decisions that you make come for a better gift. Sometimes when you sin is to relate to all your brethren. Heavenly gates all in our face, we the champions. We live in the sky, we see the angels on the chariots. Waiting on the $20 bill, face a Harriet. I bet you I'ma carry it. I'm in love with music to the point I wanna marry it. But my love for people is greater, so I write messages. Largest spending power, but we still sit at a deficit Living amongst prejudice, even at our residence Moors in America, flourishing, excellent Let's buy up some neighborhoods and grow my own president Yeah And I come to you today With all intentions of spreading Love Truth Peace, freedom, and justice. All right, peace, everybody. Just want to ask that everybody watching this hit that like and share button. We're going to go ahead and get started now. If you haven't done so already, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all of that good stuff. So, um, everybody watching, hit the like and share button. 
And hey, you know how we do. We're not going anywhere. Gratitude for the people hitting the like and the share. Here we go. All right, Islam more. So uh, let's jump right into this. We're just going to jump in right now, get started for um, hopefully for most of you watching. This sounds ridiculous to even think that Moors are scared of Islam and Moors think that they can just leave Islam out of this. But um, it's true. I'm not making this up. This isn't just something, you know, goofy or crazy that I'm saying, okay? This is what a lot of people believe. And um, one of the reasons is because people are getting information from all types of places um, and mostly from the internet, hearing what you heard somebody say, you watch the YouTube video or something and you think that you can just make things up and just do whatever you want. And that's what a Moorish American is, all right? But I'm here to tell you that it's not. Not because I said so because you have real people who actually put in work to create this nation, especially our brother, Prophet Noble Drew Ali, who established this off of divine principles that cannot be left out. You can't just toss it to the side because you have no interest in being a real Muslim and actually practicing Islam. Nobody said it would be easy. Okay, but we're gonna we're gonna make sense of this hopefully so that everybody understands why you can't have the Moors without the Islam. Okay, hopefully this is gonna make sense for the people who are sincere, who are genuine, and um not sure why this thing keeps cutting on. But okay, here we go. So everybody here, click that like and share button, Islam. Islam to all my Moors here who aren't scared to even say the word Islam and to work on themselves to actually practice Islam. But um, this isn't about me sharing my opinion. We have some facts here for you. So let's go ahead and go to that. All right. Don't go anywhere, Moors. Um, uh, as I was saying, we have some stuff to share for you. So um, first, I just want to go to the Holy Quran of the Moorish Science Temple of America. All right. Well, actually, yeah, we'll we'll go with the Holy Quran of the Moorish Science Temple of America. So, um, what we're gonna do right now is go to chapter forty-eight. <clears throat> it's the end of time and the fulfilling of the prophecies. Um, listen up, Moors. And I know for some people you're hearing this stuff for the first time, so listen up. Now, when we go to chapter forty-eight. It says the last prophet in these days, not saying the last prophet ever. Why would he not say the last prophet ever? Because in the Quran, all right, as revealed to the prophet Muhammad on several occasions, it says that a prophet, a messenger is sent to every people, every nation. All right. It, it says that in uh, 1047. Several of you may have heard that before. And for every Ummah, there's a messenger, every nation, every community. That's what the Ummah is. For every Ummah, there's a messenger. 
when their messenger comes, the matter will be judged with them between them with justice, and they will not be wrong. 14.4, we sent not a messenger except to teach in the language of his own people in order to make things clear to them. And then um, you, you can go on and on and on, 1636, four, uh, 1684, uh, chapter 3, verse 164. And you could go on and on. So this is the... Um, this is the precedent that is set that a, a prophet will come from amongst the people and speak in their language, knowing their culture. So as long as we have men who stray away from the ways of God through the mercy, the grace of the creator, he will send a prophet from amongst them to help get them right, to help get them back in alignment with the creator. So for us, the prophet's task was monumental because not only did he have to get us back in alignment with the law, but he had to teach us who we are because our identity had almost been erased. It had been hidden away. Our families had been broken up um, through Jim Crow. Some people, many people had been enslaved and everyone had been enslaved at least legally on paper because everyone had been classified as subhuman. All those who bore the mark of Negro. All right. So with just with that background on the situation we're looking at chapter 48 the end of time and the fulfilling of the prophecies it says the last prophet in these days is noble Ali, who was prepared divinely in due time meaning he wasn't ahead of his time he came right on time and he came, he was born in 1886 all right so he's becoming an adult around the early 1900s so he's seeing what's going on with our people in the jim crow days the jim crow era and and uh where people are being hanged all of the terrible things that are going on people are being lynched right and the rights are being trampled on so he sees this so uh the prophet noble drew ali who was prepared divinely in due time by allah to redeem men from their sinful ways and to warn them of the great wrath which is sure to come upon the earth so this is this is going back to this this is what's going on um what's going on in the 1920s but also right now especially right now so let's fast forward a little bit going down here to um verse six it says we as a clean and pure nation descended from the inhabitants of africa now we're getting to race pride, having pride in who we are. Do not desire to amalgamate or marry into the families of the pale skin nations of Europe, neither serve the gods of their religions, because our forefathers are the true and divine founders of the first religious creed for the redemption and salvation of mankind on earth. So we don't need to be under anyone else's religion. If there was a point in time where we did that, it's over. We can now come into our own, right? We can throw that away and we can come into our own. So this is what's being set up for us. Prophet was right on time. Therefore, we are, now remember this, uh, We, our forefathers are the true and divine founders of the first religious creed. That's why we don't want to serve the gods of their religion. Therefore, we are returning the church and Christianity back to the European nations as it was prepared by their forefathers for their earthly salvation. What is he speaking about when he's saying it was prepared by their forefathers for their earthly salvation? Because when you're looking at this, you may you may know a little bit about history. You may know that the oldest Christian church is in Ethiopia. You have several churches in Ethiopia and um, that existed before the Christians even adopted that as their religion okay but were they actually calling it christianity back then probably not and you know why because when we look at the christian church that the prophet is talking about he's talking about christianity as given to us right the baptist church the the um the protestant church the catholic church okay and what you had with this this was a political system this um these different European nations adopted Christianity so that they could join the family of humans. They had to show that they were civilized. They had to show that they recognized a creator and that they had divine laws that kept them within the bounds of righteousness. 
so that they could participate in trade, right? So that they could enrich themselves, right? So this is something that they needed to do so that they could take part in take part in business. So it was prepared by their forefathers for their earthly salvation. So these aren't just words. And while we're returning to Islam, which was founded by our forefathers for our earthly and divine salvation. Okay, and then going to the next one. So we're returning to Islam, the covenant of the great God Allah. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be longer upon the earthland, which the Lord thy God hath given thee. So we're, you know, with the prophet, he's telling us to come and link ourselves with the family of nations. Why is he saying link ourselves with the family of nations? Because we actually were removed from the family of humans. Okay, we've seen, uh, many of us have seen directive, uh, federal directive 15, which uh, lists the different races or the different ethnic groups. Right. So you have that with the the um, the ethnic categories. All right. And um, everyone is connected to an original people. The American Indian or Alaska Native is a person having origins in any of the original people of North America. Asian Pacific Islander, a person having origins in any of the original peoples of the Far East, Southeast Indian subcontinent or Pacific Islands, China, India, Japan, Korea. Philippines, Samoa, original peoples, okay? Everyone's an original people. White person having origins in any of the original peoples of Europe, North Africa, or the Middle East. And then um, Hispanic is not connected to an original people, but remember when people pick Hispanic, they still have to choose American Indian, Asian, black, or white. So when you go to black, it's a person having origins in any of the black, racial groups of africa so that original peoples left out because this is what was done to our people a long time ago and it's still in effect so they're not going to come out now like they would have in the past in the several laws and black codes black acts that were created which showed that this so-called negro is just the descendant of enslaved africans they're not going to word it that way now so everything's been updated so what the prophet is saying is true and correct. We needed to come back into Islam under our own creator so that we can return to the ways of our forefathers so that we could join the family of nations. And this is still in effect. It's still in effect. So we have to link ourselves with the family of nations. Also, if you go to uh, chapter 47 in the Quran, it says the time has come when every nation must worship upon its own vine and fig tree, right? The time has come. So that means that the suffering that we endured, everything that we lost, the time has come now for us to claim it back, to take it back what's ours. For us to realize now, rise up and realize our true potential. But we must worship under our own vine and fig tree and every tongue must confess his own. So this is why it says also through sin and disobedience, every nation suffers slavery due to the fact that they honored not the creed and principles of their forefathers. Now, going back to that image that was up here on the screen um, about the, the making of the, uh, what does it say? The making of the Christian? Hang, hang on. I forgot what that book is called. But um, you had to create something in order to be able to enslave it. You wouldn't be able to enslave a Moorish American Muslim. You can't. We had to become Christian. So you can see this image. This is an old painting. It's on the cover of this book. And I'm so glad that this author, he's a brother, he used that image because it's right and exact. Now, this is an old painting. You see the Moor has to lay down his own turban, his headdress, and his own sword in order to become Christian. To get baptized and the person baptizing them has them all looking up everybody look up here right look up there to the sky all right so you went through this process at some point in time you had to lay down your own turban and fez to become christian give up your own ways to go under someone else to come under someone else's jurisdiction 
right? You always hear more throwing around that word jurisdiction. So you had to give up your own in order to come up under someone else. And so now this has this process has to be undone. So this is what people are not getting that that process has to come undone. You went under someone else to become Christian, whether you call yourself Christian or not, you can call yourself more, more, you can call all of these different types of names. You can say you're whatever you want, but you still didn't undo the process. Okay. And you're still outside of the constitution. So when the prophet is saying that, um, and uh, let's, let's go back to chapter 48. Hang with me, Morris. So when the prophet is saying, come and link yourselves with the family of nations. All right. The prophet also says that he's bringing us back into the constitutional fold. All right. For those that have never heard that, that's in the divine warning. This is what he's talking about. All right. You. Um, you don't know who your creator is. We don't know who our creator is. So when the prophet is getting us into the constitutional fold, he's bringing us back under the constitution so that we have the power to move freely and to do what we need to do to empower ourselves, to be able to move unimpeded upon. The Negro has limitations on it, even though the term the mark that was placed on us has been um, changed. You know, it went from Negro to colored, now black or African-American. We can see that it still, it still separates you from the original peoples. That's why I wanted to show Director 15. It shows that we're still disconnected from the family of humans. Even though they can't say that outright, you see it's still there in the wording. It's still there. And so under the constitution, all men are created equal. They're all endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. But who is their creator? Who is your creator? So the prophet established this right away. Those of us who are in the temple know who our creator is. You can't forget. The prophet created process for us to come into our nation to learn who we are, to teach our children and our grandchildren who we are, and to be able to move as we deem necessary and fit. And the very first question is extremely important because that brings you under the constitutional fold. It says, who made you? Allah. And just in case somebody is confused about who Allah is, we're talking about the creator. Allah is the father of the universe. Just to clarify that. So you're speaking about the creator who made you. So just by answering that question, by proclaiming that, that's why you coming into the temple and proclaiming your nationality. It's not just some um, pointless ritual. It's not just something just make, playing make-believe, right? You're coming into an institution created by your own people, maintained, governed by your own people, and proclaiming who you are of your own free will. No one is forcing you. They're not even teaching us this. They're not even letting us know that this option is out there. So you're definitely doing it of your own free will, right? Because they, they're covering this up, right? The only reason you're here is because we built I built this YouTube channel and you're here of your own free will, right? So no one's boosting this video and trying to help it get out there unless you more as a sharing this. Hopefully you all click that share button because we're, the only way this gets out there is if we do that, right? So no one's helping us. They're not teaching us this stuff in the schools. No one is trying to help us or even assist, right? Even if they, if they were good people, they would, even if they're not Moorish American, right? Even if they're not Asiatic, they would still help. But I'm just saying the only way that it's getting out is through a grassroots effort. So it's not like anyone's being forced into this. You're all doing this of your own free will. And so that's why it's real. You're coming into this Islamic society that was formed by your own people and is still maintained by your own people and proclaiming who you are. And so just into making that proclamation out of your own free will, you know who your creator is. That brings you back into the constitutional fold. 
But now you can govern yourself as need be. So now, yes, this 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 says all men. The reason why it didn't apply to us as African Americans, as black people, is because that is an updated form of Negro. And those are possessions. And they do not have any rights. They only have the um the privileges endowed on them by their creator, which is the pale-faced European who pale-skinned European who called themselves white. They named themselves white. It's a title that they bestowed on themselves. All right. So this is why, you know, it's an error um, to even try to get reparations as a Negro, as you know, as an African-American. I mean, you can only get what they're going to give you. And if they're going to give something to you, you better believe that there's going to be some negative side effects of it. Right. If they even decide to throw the Negro some crumbs. Maybe by then the dollar will be totally useless. So this is what we have to um, keep in mind. So this is why you have to you have to cut that. You have to um, undo that process that you went into just to get into this state that we're in, where you you even if you know you you don't know who in your family decided to become Christian. Most of us at some point in time we were Christian, and your family is Christian. So you have to undo that process at some point in time everyone does all right family coming in the house but uh just you you get it right everybody gets this i'm sure just watching um but this has to be understood it's not some make-believe thing it's not just something that you just do in your head you can do whatever you want in your head but physically you have to undo this process somebody physically went to this through this process gave up their own way to become christian and now you have to undo it Okay, so this is what the prophet created. This is why we don't throw our prophet to the side and ignore what he's done. Think about this. Um, They don't teach us about the prophet at all. Right. He's not mentioned during not even Black History Month. Right. They act like he didn't exist. Even some of the Moors who were there, who were assisting with the movement in the prophet's time, they acted like he didn't exist. They weren't teaching people about the prophet in the 1960s. So they totally, everyone co-opted on that. Everyone, almost everyone, except for a few faithful, joined in on erasing this man from history. Okay? But the time is now. What did the prophet say? The time is now. We must return. Uh, We must come up under our own vine and fig tree. So it doesn't matter what's been done to keep us out of the light. It is now time for us to come into the light. And so um, going back to Islam and why this is important, just um, with that understanding that we must undo that process that we came into and we must claim our creator, even just to be under the constitutional fold. You can't leave that out. Okay, so a lot of us don't understand that, but that's 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 okay. Let's go to the divine warning by the prophet for the nations. Hopefully, this isn't your first time seeing this, but if it is, you you may want to um, get into some meetings with the temple and and learn. Okay, but just coming into here um, with what was explained just now, this may now make a little more sense. All right. Looking at the divine warning, um, the citizens of all free national governments, according to their national constitution, are all one family bearing one free national name. Those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables and are subject to all inferior names and abuses and mistreatments that the citizens care to bestow upon them. Okay. And it is, it is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government and cling to the names and principles that delude to slavery. So the prophet came to, um, he was prepared by the great God Allah to warn, and speaking as the prophet, since he says, I, the prophet, to warn my people to repent from their sinful ways 
and go back to the state of mind of their forefathers, divine and national principles that they will be law abiders and receive their divine right as citizens. According to the free national constitution, that was prepared for all national beings. Now, going back to this, once again, he's not speaking about the divine constitution of the Moore Science Temple of America. He's speaking about the constitution, the um, the little the picture that I just had up here, right? The saying that all men are created free and equal right through the rights endowed to them by their creator unalienable rights this is what he's speaking about it applies to everyone and it gives us the ability to do everything we need to do to to pursue uh happiness life and liberty and to do it unimpeded upon and even if necessary for the you know if the state government has to send in troops to back us up they have to we come under the constitutional fold, right? Instead of being out there, being vulnerable here for everyone to kick and spit on, to use you. I just saw a video like last week where it was another video. They have a whole bunch of videos over the last couple of years of Asian people in like their stores beating on the, the, the Asiatic women, the sisters. It was just another one where they were like, they were ganging up on some woman, beating her in their store, okay? So everyone, the, the citizens can can spit on you. They can they can take advantage of you. No one has to respect your rights. So this is what the prophet came to put an end to. And it's simply by us coming into our own, coming back under the vine and fig tree of our forefathers. As long as we continue to um, avoid this, we will suffer. And um, I wanted that up here from the um, divine warning, because just recently you have a governor from Russia who came out and he's blaming the, the, the collapse of Russian um, society on black music stars. He calls the descendants of African-American slaves. All right, so everyone puts that tag on us that we are the descendants of slaves. This is why the prophet did away with that. We're not the descendants of slaves. We descend from the ancient Moroccans we descend actually from the founders of civilization. Matter of fact, if you go to our Quran questionnaire, our forefathers, and also in chapter 47, speaking about our forefathers, right? They're the founders of true and divine founders of the first religious creed. Actually, the founders of Mecca. Okay, and the founders also of civilization. So that's what we're returning to. But um, up under this tag of black, um, I just want to go over this article briefly because what's being said in here is exactly what the prophet spoke of in the divine warning. Now, if you don't have your eyes open and you see this, you're just going to say, oh, this is just some racist stuff. You know, Russia, all oh, the Russia, they racist. I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying Look, it, it, this article, it says, despite pushing this bizarre racist theory, a senior Russian lawmaker claims the regional governor was being more than politically correct. In a sign of times, uh, it says, a regional governor has been backed by the state Duma after saying the descendants of African-American slaves are to blame for the country's growing crisis. They have a growing crisis. Vladimir, Vadim Shumkov governor of the Kurgan region says Russian society was collapsing as exemplified by the rising suicide rate and depression of young people among young people. And it can all be traced back to the popularity of black American stars in the music industry, blaming it all on us. In the bizarre rant posted on his official telegram channel, Shunkov described a gaping hole of emptiness at the center of Russian culture which he argued was not the result of poverty, war, or rampant corruption, but an underestimation of the importance of native culture. So he's saying they're going away from their own culture, just as we did, just as we did, okay? And it, the prophet said it is a sin 
for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government and cling to the names and the principles that delude to slavery. So not just the names, but also the principles, because by being black, especially nowadays, what does that mean? Right. With this modern culture, the modern iteration of being black, it means that you're dysfunctional. You don't really care about family. You'll make children with anyone. Right. Baby mamas, baby daddies. You're not trying to get married. Um, you know, a lot of negative things. And this is what this governor speaking about. The prophet in the divine warning said that he traveled through the South and it's the works of his people. This is the reason why they suffer. So he put that on us. And so um, just to give you the direct quote, the prophet said, I have traveled in the South. And remember, he was in Jim Crow days and have examined the conditions there. And it is the works of my people continuously practicing the things which bring dishonor, disgrace and disrespect to any nation that lives the life. OK, and I'm hereby calling on all true American citizens for moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring my people out of darkness into marvelous light. So he's saying it's the works of us clinging to these principles, the name and principles that delude to slavery. Right. They bring dishonor, disgrace and disrespect to any nation that lives the life. So we are the reason why we suffer. And this person, this governor and who's being backed by the state government right in, in um, Russia, he's saying it's, it's 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 the black Americans fault that his society is collapsing, says many of our children are already growing up without knowing or remembering their kindred tribe, claiming that they are instead singing songs written by the descendants of African-American slaves, often playing the ape and imitating the habits and language, brimming with frankly second rate quasi-cultural vulgarity, clinging to the secondariness and being proud of it. Hence the growth of overt spiritual emptiness, depression, suicides, the lack of meaning in life. Okay. And so he's doing this and speaking about how his society is collapsing and blaming it on this African-American culture, the descendants of slaves. He specifically used that word, African-American and descendants of slaves. Okay. And so once again, um, this is just another example of um, dysfunction. Um, what a lot of people like to throw that word toxic around now, toxic, uh, toxic way of being, toxic lifestyle spreading and others noticing it and, and speaking on it. Like I said, most people would just look at that and say, oh, that's racist. But no, those who are smart, true mores, they see that and they see the divine warning. Right. And then, you know, yeah, I mean, you, you can't act like you don't know what he's talking about. This is from another brother just posted this on Facebook. Only in North America are men and women taught to be hoes, dogs and baby mamas. Right. In other countries, children are taught to be wives and husbands. No one else thinks it's cool. And this is why that governor's complaining, right? That it's cool to be a hoe. We know what that culture is coming from, right? The, you know, the, what are the famous rappers talking about? Like the females, any female rapper out there that's popular, she's pushing, um, you know, rampant sexuality, um, immoral sexuality, right? Ho, ho behavior, right? It's cool to be a baby mama, baby daddy, right? And then it's actually calling themselves female dogs because a female dog, wolf, fox, or otter is a bitch. So they using that word to describe themselves. The men actually calling themselves dogs, right? Beast, animals. It's actually cool to be savage, a beast. And so this is only going to lead to more destruction, right? And, um, you know, to say to to start yourself off as slavery, the descendant of African slaves to um, start yourself off as slavery in this day and age, knowing who we are, that's foolishness. We don't start as slavery. We don't. So why would anyone continue to do that? But this is this is the mentality. So there's a whole mentality that goes along with that, because if your ancestors are slaves and your ancestors weren't the founders of the first um true and divine founders of the first religious creed, 
as our prophet said, right? If your ancestors aren't the founders of civilization, then you can do anything, right? You can be a dog. You can be a hoe. You know, you got nothing to lose. So this is why the prophet said we as a clean and pure nation, descendants from the inhabitants of Africa, do not desire to marry or amalgamate right into the families of the pale skin nations of Europe. Neither serve the gods of their religion because our forefathers are the true and divine founders of the first religious creed for the redemption and salvation of mankind on earth. So this is something to be proud of. This is something also to let you know that we have work to do because we have to lead not only ourselves, but the entire nation. And this comes back to um, Moors in general. Right. Um, we've we've been broken down as a people so much. I mean, we you know, there, there were actual tactics to help us get to this point where we are now, where marriage isn't even important. Now you have all of these people coming out of the woodworks, claiming themselves to be gurus, right? You have the men, the black men, and they're all saying that, you know, the black women are no good and you have to go overseas to find women. You have to, you know, just, it's just terrible. They're speaking about how there's no way, you know, we can match up. And then you have the women that are coming out saying the same thing. So they're pushing everything in the opposite direction when in Islam, right? In in Islam, it's practiced around the world, right? By nearly a billion people, marriage is said to be half your deen. They say the Prophet Muhammad said that. That if you you've um you've uh accomplished um finding a husband and wife and working together in unison, you've done half of the work, half of your faith. Because it's so important because you can't have a successful neighborhood, community, state, nation. You can't have you can have no success if we can't maintain our own families. So this is how far we've fallen to the point where we don't even value our own um, families. Right. And, and then again, um, you know, not valuing marriage the institution of working together with the husband and wife and getting to the point now where, you know, we don't even realize what we went through to get here, right? At a, at a certain point in history, it was illegal for those classified as Negro to be married. It was literally illegal, illegal to be married, right? They had all of these black codes and slave codes, and these were state and municipal laws that, prevented us from even getting married, right? Making it illegal. They also did things like making it illegal to read, illegal to own property, own guns, but they also made it illegal to marry, right? So this is this is a big deal. Um, just looking at some examples, you have the North Carolina Supreme Court, 1858, a slave being property has not the legal capacity to make a contract. Consequently, the relation of man and wife cannot exist among slaves. All right. Speaking on us, that was in North Carolina. Uh, states and territories restricting African-American marriage. African-American Negro, same thing. Alabama, California, Georgia, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts. There was more than that. You just read North Carolina Supreme Court. Right. So it went on and on. Um, I don't. I don't know who this Thomas Jones is, but in 1857 says we called it and we considered it true marriage, although we knew well that marriage was not permitted to the slaves as a sacred right of the loving heart. This is why they had to jump over the broom ceremony. Like you can't officially get married. Y'all jump over that broom and we'll act like y'all are married, but we're not going to we don't have to legally rep uh, or lawfully recognize this. Right. And so there's several other examples on here, but just letting it be known, this, this is what was branded on our people, that we couldn't even do it, right? And so, um, you know, now you fast forward to 2022, now you have all of these people that think that we can't get married, we shouldn't get married, Right? When actually this is a part of our religion within the Holy Quran of the Morris Science Temple of America, we have marriage instructions for man and wife. 
right? Am I am I correct, Morris? Isn't that in there? So we have marriage instructions in there. Why? Because this is this is a part of our religion. This is a part of our way of life. It's understood. It's known that we can't have um, successful communities, let alone a nation, if we can't maintain our families. We can't secure our families. You can't secure your household, right? If you think that this is important, how are you going to secure your household? How are you going to make sure that your children are learning this if you two can't even work together? And if the children don't even live with you, right? You can't pass this down. Your children won't be Muslims. They won't be practicing Islam. They won't care. So we have these instructions so that we can work together. This is a part of our religion. This is a this is an integral part of our life. It can't be left out. Um, I did just want to share some words though. Like, um, you know, we 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 it's it should be understood why it, it would be best or ideal for us, you know, to work together to raise our children as a unit, right? So that we um we all understand what's going on, and if we um, we're making sure that things that that are necessary for us to uh, to to be sustainable, right? To grow in the future, will be passed down to our children. It can't just be, you know, one sided. Now, within the temple, there's an obligation ceremony, right? We we don't actually marry. You can do the marriage if you want at the state, you know. And but um, with the temple, you you're supposed to be able to come into the temple. Um, if the leadership understands what to do and have the obligation ceremony and it be recognized, right, by all governments of the world, right, because it's an ecclesiastical um, organization, right? We have an Islamic organization and there's a separation of church and state. Now, from our perspective within our government, there's no separation, but we know within this government there is. But still, what you do within your temple is going to be recognized, right? So, you know, we if we call it obligate, yeah, but it's understood that these two went into their temple and they got obligated. And from their perspective, it would be called a marriage, right? But this is extremely important and can't be left out. This cannot be left out, right? A lot of people don't get that. And um, I just wanted to bring that up because this is something that, this is one of the reasons why we're not succeeding at the level that we should be. Like you'll have people who um, even within the temple structure, you have people who are within leadership who aren't married, right? And that's a problem. They're just keeping it real. That's a problem because like, this is a big part of our religion and who we are, right? How are you gonna have, we don't want to copy and just redo what people within the church are doing, right? Not knocking the church, but just keeping it real. We have to be honest. You know, we don't want situations where you have the preacher in there and he's in there trying to sleep with other people's wives or trying to run through all the women, right? There's wisdom in having your your union, you know, with your mate, learning to work with each other, appreciate, respect each other, and, and working on purifying yourself, right? There's wisdom in that. Um, and it goes both ways, whether you're male or female. There's there's wisdom in having that understanding. And then it's like if you have people who want to get counsel, people who want to get married, or people who are married who are having um, problems in their relationship, how can they come to you? How can they come to you for any assistance? And you don't really know because you're not living the life. So um, at some point in time, you have to walk the walk even just to be able to understand and to be able to relate to others. You can't really teach anyone if you're not doing it. There's also um, within the Morris Science Temple of America, the prophet Noble Drew Ali, before he elevated the brother Emily Ill and made him the Supreme Grand Sheik of the organization, he told him that he needed to find a wife, right? You can't do this if you're not married. So it's important for us. While it may not be for the secular people out there, it's important for us. And that's, you know, something that we have to do. We need to raise the bar, right? The leaders need to take it seriously. 
the leaders need to to work on themselves and it's not just stuff like marriage it's also about stuff like doing drugs right um i just have some stuff up here um now this isn't like attacking any other groups or sex but this is just an article and it's speaking about the five percenters the nations of gods and earths and it's saying um i don't know who this person being addressed is ben joko but he's saying he's a sunni muslim and he gave this interview saying that no other islamic sect in the world accepts drinking alcohol yet brand nubian are known to smoke weed by the pound and drink like fish i i'm just reading the article i don't know if this is true right and he's saying that that five percent nation really hurt al islam because of their inability to hold on to a theological concept consistently and so this um was an attack or not not an attack but this was a criticism right on people who are associated with islam because they're not actually doing the work on themselves to be better muslims um this was uh shared by uh, a rapper planet asia he said i drink and smoke so no i'm not a muslim no matter how islamic my background is y'all see how that works and so i respect them for saying that because it's like look i'm not a muslim because i'm out here drinking and smoking i like getting high i like getting drunk right so don't call me a muslim he's not going to disrespect islam by associating himself with that and that's another issue because you have moors out there y'all y'all like to get high right you like to get high you got your pants sagging you know everything like you you might you just a thug you might as well just be out there just like everybody else don't try to call yourself a moorish american muslim and especially to be in leadership for anyone that's trying to be in leadership or is positioned in leadership okay if you're out here getting drunk and high how dare you and i don't care who it is i know there's people that i know that probably get offended by this who cares like if you can't speak the truth there's a problem so if you're out here getting drunk and high but you're calling yourself a moorish american muslim and especially in leadership you are desecrating the movement the prophet spoke on this he spoke on it twice because it was so bad about moors getting intoxicated being under the influence okay and bringing a bad look to the entire movement that's a problem and so you know the people like this who want to get drunk and high you're not married right you're not doing your best work on yourself so you have to look at where you really are what are you actually accomplishing as far as the movement is stagnated and then you have to think these people who have these issues of the lower self are, are they going to be able to uphold the movement no why because you when you have um corruption within leadership now they can't hold those people accountable because they have these issues that they're dealing with right and so nobody's actually working on actually being a true muslim and so no one is actually trying to lift the movement up to realize its true heights everyone's cool with keeping it down here at a negro level and that is a problem all right and then you can't have families coming in families will never want to come in people won't want to bring their wife and children or wife bring their husband and children into environments like this it's stagnant it's stagnant and it's like that across the board it's not just in one group of moors or in one state one area it's like that across the board and that's why i had that article up with the governor in russia speaking about how their youth their people are listening to black people you know rap music and learning the lyrics and it's their society's collapsing okay so if it could take their society down you know it could take ours down and keep it down and keep the um you know the bar low now the prophet set the bar high and i can show you where the prophet said you got to cut that mess out okay i can show you that but most of us know that the prophet set the bar high but we want to keep it low and that keeps everything from realizing its true potential and that's why we're speaking on islam the importance of islam now i said in here you know that you know i'm more scared of islam 
or why are more scared of Islam, right? And I'll tell you why. Uh, if you look at the prophet has spoken, excuse me. Now speaking about, he's speaking about governors, grand sheiks, and head officials. They guide anybody of Moors, okay? Any temple of the Moors Science Temple of America. Just want to keep it all the way clear. Speaking about the leadership, he or she must be of good moral standard and a heart of love, and their works must be of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. They are to imitate the prophet in speech and teaching in any said temple. They must not be under the influence of intoxicating liquors or any other harmful motive that will terminate to become detrimental to the organization. Excuse me. So the influence of intoxicating liquors or any other harmful motive, that could be drugs. That could be things that you get high on. That could be, you know, sovereign teachings, anything that will make the organization look bad. It must not be known that any leader staying away from home, right, or neglecting his duty at home. Okay, so um, that's in there, right? And that's for the leadership. But then also, this goes for all of us because there's no favorite in any of the temples, okay? So um, no man is to be under the influence of intoxicating liquors, nor seek to tear up the families while under the influence of evil motive, right? So this goes out to all of us, actually, you know, but especially those in leadership, right? It, it makes no sense, but you know, we have people who want to keep things down because they don't want to do the work on themselves. So we even have people within the Moore Science Temple of America um, who are in leadership who are scared of Islam. And that is that is sad. That's sad. Like that, that cannot be. So there's even leaders within the Moore Science Temple of America who's scared of that. They don't, they don't want to come into Islam. And um, you know, when we really look at Islam what it is submitting to the will of Allah. Okay. And from our understanding, we know of the higher and lower self. We know that the higher self is spirit and is one with Allah. We know that the lower self is the body of carnal desires. Okay. And we know that we must subdue that lower self. So this is the submitting to the will of Allah. We must always do the work on subduing our own lower nature, always. And this is why there's no getting high, getting drunk, right? This is why all of the Negro activity that was spoken on before that the governor in Russia, in other countries now, they're complaining about our music influencing the people and, and destroying their, their society, okay? So we can't pull that into something that's divine. This is the Moorish divine and national movement. So this is divine. We can't pull that into here. So yes, Moors, we have to come into Islam. Somebody asked to be a Grand Sheik. First, you need to be a member of the MSTA. Of course, you can't be a member. I mean, you can't be a Grand Sheik if you're not a member of the Moorish Science Temple of America. But, you know, with the internet um, and with things just how they are. Everything's so discombobulated. People can say whatever they want online. Okay, but at the end of the day, we're doing the work to better ourselves so that we can improve our households and then our communities, right? We, we don't want to be out here, you know, having a bad effect on the world, <laughs> right? That's the opposite of what we want to do. We want to we want to clean up our communities and then others will start to, instead of being influenced by us to do evil, right? Since everybody wants to copy us, then they'll be influenced to make themselves better as well, right? Just the fact that we have people making music about robbing and killing and selling drugs and acting like that's cool, right? And people buying in and believing it. We want to do the opposite. We want to have the opposite effect on the world. At the end of the day, like that's 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 how to sum it up in a nutshell. Okay. Um, uh, Islam, Morris. I'm just looking at the chat. Uh, but um, 
I just wanted to share this because, you know, at the end of the day, it's important for Morris to understand that you can't just make things up as you go. It's not just whatever you say it is. There is order to this. And if anyone's offended by anything that was said today, you know, I, I'm not apologizing. But if you're offended, that may mean that you need to do some work on yourself because I'm not going to sit up here and act like I'm perfect. Like, I don't need to do any work on myself. We all do. And that's a good part of being a Muslim, recognizing the work that needs to be done instead of just accepting it. Oh, this is who I am. I'm just going to keep doing this Negro stuff because I'm comfortable with that. No, to be a Moorish American Muslim, you're going to have to work to leave some of those things behind. And if you're not willing to do that work, please don't try to say that you're some type of leader. Leave that stuff alone. I would say don't even put the El Bay on your name until you get that stuff done. But that may be too much to ask people. At least don't try to, you know, say you're a Moorish leader. Okay? Because, yes, Moors practice Islam. As the brother said all day, it's an everyday thing. And, and no, it's not something that's just for show. It's not something that's just for show. We practice this for real and we must do the work on ourselves and there's no other way around it. We can't be successful if we leave this out. And um, I'm, I don't want to make this video too long. Just wanted to share that with you more um, just in case anybody was confused. Um, this is why the prophet aligned us with the Quran of Mecca. Okay. For those that don't know what I'm talking about, look at your... Uh, Look at your Quran questionnaire. If you have one, um, look at your uh, your um, nationality card. If you have one, this is why the prophet did this. Okay, we're not leaving Islam out of the equation. If you're doing that, you're doing your own thing. Okay, and if you want to freestyle and do your own thing, that's cool too. Nobody cares. You could do that. But this is what the prophet brought, and it all makes sense. And that's why in the back of the Quran questionnaire, it says the Moorish Science Temple of America deriving its power and authority from the great Quran of Mecca. This is why we are aligned with Islam. We practice Islam. And um, it's a daily process to do the work on ourselves. And if you're not doing that work on yourself, you're not ready for this because it's not just a watch them YouTube video thing. It's not some try to go squat in somebody else's house type of thing or any of the other crazy stuff that you have people doing out of their lower self. They're doing these things out of their lower self. They're not willing to do the work on themselves. They want to bring everyone down to their level. And that is not how this works. And that will offend people. And, and, and who cares? People are going to have to get offended, right? This is the end of time and the fulfilling of the prophecies. It's not about making friends and making people feel good and comfortable in their lower self. No, you need to step it up. Like who's going to help me when, when I'm, you know, when I need to improve, when I'm stuck in my lower self or something like that. If we all down here, we all down here kicking it like Negroes, you know, like, come on. That's like um that one rapper, uh, take off or whatever his name was the one that got shot with migos right right this dude i guess is a millionaire right i don't know but they you know you would think he is since he was um famous so he's down here shooting craps in the hood with some people that probably didn't know even if he did know him he didn't know him as well as he thought he did right like are you stupid like if you are this rich rapper who made it you think everybody's going to be happy for you, especially if they got to go home to the trap? <laughs> you know, they have to go home to the projects. Like, come on, you! I'm going to shoot craps with you. No, that's foolish. And um, the movement is not going to be operated like that. There's no way it can succeed. We have to practice Islam. This is our earthly and divine salvation. You may want to leave that out, but it's not going to work. 
your way you want and your way you will have your way leads straight to destruction that's it so uh, the rest of us we returning the church and christianity back to the european nations we know that it was prepared by their forefathers for their earthly salvation and the rest of us true moorish american muslims are returning to islam which was founded by our forefathers for our earthly and divine salvation and that's why we wear our fez and turban because we know who our ancestors were and that we are them without doubt or contradiction so we're picking our pieces back up taking it putting it back on our head and acting properly instead of bowing down to someone else we're standing up and being who we are upright independent and fearless on that note i'm gonna go ahead and close this out everybody please click that like and share button if you um, would like to support i know there's some people out there who would like to support the program send a cash app to moors in america dollar sign moors in america so that we can continue uh getting this information out there and um just make sure you also visit the website moresinamerica.com also go to moresinamerica.com save that website make sure you share that with people anybody who's a who's a more what's a moors just send them to moresinamerica.com uh, and you can also send them to the youtube but send them to moresinamerica.com and support cash out dollar sign moors in america click that like and share button and on that note we're gonna get on out of here moors peace and love everybody